And God's, I'm going to use you for my glory. There's a sound coming out. Welcome back to the She Podcast. I'm your host, Janice. I thank you for tuning in to our third podcast. And the last time we left off on me finding my own journey of healing. If you haven't listened to the first two podcasts, I do advise you to start from the first one as it will be a little small series in the beginning. So I want everybody to be able to keep up. I discussed in the previous episode that I had kind of turned away from God. Um, I've grown up in church. That's all I've ever known. But my faith was literally shaken after dealing with my divorce. And I can't really say it was me intentionally turning from God, but it was more so like prayer was the last thing on my mind. At the time, I was seeing a lot of different avenues for heartbreak and spirituality and finding yourself, and that's pretty much what I started to navigate towards. I have always been really conflicted when it came to like the Bible and certain things that I didn't understand. So with me going down a path of spirituality in a different way, I was able to get instant gratification on every level. And in the beginning, that's where a lot of things made sense to me. Um, Whether I was reading, everything just started adding up on this journey that I was on. I started with healing crystals. Um, My first one that I got into was actually the rose quartz. And of course that one is supposed to help with healing your heart. It's a love crystal. From there, I learned about a lot of other ones. So my collection grew quite fast. And that's when I bought my sage and I was just totally on a new path of healing. I learned about meditating and how to center my mind, working on my chakras, all of that stuff. And if I'm completely honest, in the beginning, everything worked for me. I felt a lot more peaceful. I felt a lot more centered. I felt a lot more calm. I even started introducing it to my close friends and even my daughters. I started buying them crystals for protection and all sorts of things. Shortly after that, I was introduced to a tarot reader and I have never used a tarot reader, a psychic, none of that stuff. So as I said, I grew up in church, so all of that stuff was frowned upon. But at this time, I was on a whole different journey and it didn't seem as bad at that time. I remember my first reading, she was confirming that um, I was in the right space and I was with the person I'm supposed to be with, which is my current boyfriend now. And she was always talking about gifts that I had that she could see. Shortly after that, about probably five or so readings later, I started pretty much going under her wing and learning everything from her, even joining groups and just going on even deeper into this journey. I started to notice the deeper I got in it, the worse I started to feel and the weirder things started to feel. The weirder things were happening. Um, 
things that I couldn't even describe. I would go to her from time to time and let her know like different things that I was seeing. And a lot of times she let me know ahead of time that these things were gonna happen. Um, she revealed to me that I had gifts and she said several times like, um, things are gonna start unfolding really fast for you. So when I would come back to her and explain like, this seems weird to me. I don't know what this is. It's kind of scary. And she would almost get like irritated. Like I told you things are gonna happen fast. And by things, I was seeing like visions. I could see things before they happened. Um, I was just so intuitive. I was more connected. I had this weird, and it sounds so crazy, but I had this weird connection to birds. Like I could speak to the birds. I can ask them like to give me confirmation. I can ask for a specific bird, like a red bird or a blue bird if I needed confirmation for anything. And I would ask for a blue bird and a blue bird would fly by or a red bird would fly by. And I told her that. And she said, well, basically you're right on schedule. She was almost guiding me through this whole process and it was so easy for her to remain calm on the other end, but I was starting to freak out because this is things I've never experienced before and I'm not understanding what's happening. She always assured me that it was nothing to worry about. It was all in my mind and I just need to maintain what I'm doing. One particular night, I started having these crazy visions and in my vision, um, my boyfriend was in trouble and I could see every detail of what was going on and by this time I'm in full almost losing my mind mood, like full panic mood. So I called him panicking and he's so confused like what is going on? I told him I kept seeing visions of police lights and I keep hearing something about something wrong with the light and something about drinking and driving so I was yelling at him pretty much like are you drinking and driving what is going on like I'm confused and he was obviously just as confused as me. A few minutes later he gets in his car to come to me and he stops me in mid-conversation and told me to hold on he's getting pulled over by the cops. He puts the phone down as the cop walks up to his car and the first thing the cop says is, do you know why I pulled you over? And of course he said no. And the cop let him know that there was a lot of drunk drivers in the area, but also his back tail light was out. So I was basically on the other end hearing the cops say the same thing that I was panicking about. Of course, in my mind, as it came to me, it was like a big deal. So I kind of felt like, well, I seen it happening, but it wasn't as severe, but even still, it was freaking me out. I would have these instances often, like they were happening so often, I was losing it. This particular same night, I was so out of my mind. I was waiting for my boyfriend to come home. I didn't want to go in the house by myself. So I parked at a nearby gas station. I contacted the terror reader who now I considered kind of my friend and let her know everything that was going on and she was actually pretty quiet um, and told me to remain calm and basically I just needed some rest. 
As I was parked at the gas station, I noticed this car pull up beside me and they never got out. They just sat there as I was sitting there. And after about 10 minutes, I kind of got weirded out. I don't know why, I just got weirded out and I pulled off. I went on the other side of town at another gas station and I just backed in there, still waiting for my boyfriend to get in town. After about 10 minutes go by, um, the same car from the previous gas station pulls up in front of me. They sit there for a few moments and then I notice the same gentleman gets out of the car and I'm behind his car. He just stands and stares at me and I can't even describe the feeling that I had when this man stared at me and he never took any steps. He just stood there for a while and I was just looking and his eyes almost looked sorrowful like he felt bad he couldn't walk towards me. The only real details I can remember about this man is something he was doing with his hands. I can't even remember exactly what it was but it was almost like he was juggling and it's crazy because I had crystals in my hand and I was moving the crystals around in my hand and his hand was almost moving in the same manner that I was moving my hands as I was sitting in the car. The feeling I had looking at him, I couldn't even explain. It was almost like an eeriness that sunk to the bottom of my stomach. Anyway, he stood there for a little bit and then he just turned around and got back in his car. Um, I felt the most relief ever when he got back in the car because I literally did not know what he was doing or what that was about. I can't even explain. I can't even explain why it was so eerie. Like, I can't. The next day I got back on a call with the tarot reader and I explained everything that went on that night. And I explained this man and I explained that I was at the first gas station and then he went to the second gas station and he didn't even pull off the same time I did. I don't know how he found me at the second gas station. And she just started smiling and she said, you know exactly who he was. I was totally confused by this because I had no idea who it was and why she wouldn't just tell me what, what that was. Because obviously she knew more than I did. I believe after that phone call, that was probably the first time I well, I'm probably not the first time, but the first time I made it a point to pray to God. Like, I don't know what I've gotten myself into. I don't like the way it feels, and I need you to help. My intent was never to turn my back on God. In a way, I kind of felt like it was making me be closer to God because the things that was happening, it was almost like I knew it it was nothing but God that can make these things happen. At my next reading, I um, I had a video call with her and she usually lays the cards out. And the first card she laid out, she didn't say anything. So then she laid out like three more and she never said anything. Then finally she looked at me and said, I can't pull any more cards for you. 
And she actually looked at me and said, you have to pray to the God that you pray to. I told her I just want to understand and how to make these things stop. Um, she convinced me that I had gifts and basically it would be selfish of me to give these gifts back. She said, you have angels in place that are guiding you with these gifts and if you tell me that you don't want them anymore, it's like committing spiritual suicide. I told her I didn't want to be selfish and that wasn't my intent. I just don't understand what's happening and I'm not able to process it and I feel like I'm losing my mind. I told her that I appreciated her and she has been a blessing um, because I was spiritually depleted and she kind of gave me something to believe in. Um, and she looked at me and said, you have been a blessing too. And I still to this day remember the smirk that was on her face. And it, again, gave me that same eerie feeling. After that day, I blocked her on everything. I um, removed myself from the group. I blocked the group. And shortly after, I called all the friends that I had kind of gotten into it as well. And told them the same thing, like, I'm done and I feel like if I got you in it, I want you to be out of it with me too, because I feel like that was my responsibility to do. Um, and shortly after she blocked and removed the person that introduced me to her and they were so confused. And that night I broke down and I remember I was dealing with so much torment, like spiritual torment, even I can't even explain the spiritual torment I was going through. And um, I remember I was up late at one night. I was up late one night and I was just pleading to God to help me and to remove any spirits I had on me. By this time, I was being tormented with thoughts of death. Um, I kept feeling like I was dying. I was hearing I was dying. And I knew I had like torments and spirits after me. I was losing weight rapidly and although I was pleading to God, I felt nothing. I didn't feel like he could hear me. I, did, I felt like I went too far at that point. That was the main thing I kept telling myself, like, you went too far, he's not going to forgive you. You don't know what you've gotten yourself into. He can't do anything with you anymore. I remember calling one of my friends and she was the one that always, she never judged me for going on this journey, but she, I could tell she just wasn't pleased because she knew who I am. And I called her and told her like, I feel like I got myself into something I can't get myself out of. And I was crying and she told me to basically stripped my house of everything that I had connected to that whether it was the crystals the sage and to throw it outside and I did that after doing that I um she told me to get in the shower and put her on speaker so I did that and I got in the shower and I was just breaking down and she was on the speakerphone just praying and as I was showering and she was praying I had this feeling like this cooling feeling 
come on my head, almost like a releasing airy feeling come over my head, the top of my head as she was praying. The harder she would pray, the cooler my head would get. And I I can't even really get into detail of how that felt. I've never felt it before. I've never felt it again. That exact moment started my journey back to God. And the very next day, I told her I needed to go to church. That's what I know when I'm broken, I need to go to church. And she went with me. And we were the literally the first two people in the door. After that service, um, at the ending, the pastor literally read me like a book. Like, I almost hate when it's time to be called out in a service, but he called me out and he literally explained everything that I had just went on in this journey and um, explained that I was turning back to God. And I couldn't understand why he kept saying, like, the glory of God is on your life. And at that time, I didn't feel God. I felt like I still had gone too far. I was just going through the motions of trying to seek God, but I felt like he would never want me back. And I remember he looked at me and said, you've seen his face without dying. I didn't know who he was. I never asked who he was, but my mind has gone so many places since that day to figure out what that meant. It always brings me back to the man at the gas station. Every time I still can't figure out who he is. My first instance was to think like it was a demon, like it had to be a demon because seeing him was very fearful, but the closer I've gotten to God, my perspective has started to shift as I tried to figure out what that meant. When you've seen his face without dying, has literally rung in my head for the past two years. And I know when it's time, God's gonna reveal what that meant, but this journey has been, less than perfect. Um, I am in a space now where I feel like I'm closer to God than I've ever been. And I always say now that before it was so easy for me to get off track because I felt like God was a friend of a friend to me. I only knew of him what other people had told me or what I learned through a pastor or in church, but I never really had my own relationship with God. And the relationship I have now almost contradicts everything that I learned on a religious level, like how patient God is and how he is a friend and him not being a friend of a friend to me now is nothing that could ever sway me. It wasn't as at all easy to get to this point and honestly it got a lot worse before it got better um and that's when the psychosis kicked in and me literally losing my mind spending 12 days in a mental hospital and i'll get into that on our next episode i thank you guys for listening and i hope you have a great day i can't take no loss huh? i don't even know what it costs huh? i hit the ground and it go off yeah hit the ground and it go off yeah, I can't take no loss. Yeah, I don't even know what it costs. Yeah, I hit the ground and it go off. Yeah, hit the ground and it go off. Yeah, yeah, run it, run it. Oh, I really feel it's my time. Think it's my year. Yeah.
it's my time. 